0: Um, Hello everyone, this is... Nah, damn it! (laughs) You could just be... Nah, damn it! Nah, damn it! (laughs) Um, uh, Hello everyone, welcome to This Is Fine, a podcast that's based uh, loosely on mental health, uh, touches a bit on um, pop culture, uh, some tangents of personal stories and some penis talk. Um, (laughs) I'm Ivor and uh, you know what, I took a DNA test and it turns out that I am 100% that bitch. (laughs)
1: <laughs> uh, good afternoon, everyone. I'm Winsome, and I'm coming to you in the spirit of uh, Lucille Bluth, failing spectacularly at winking but doing it regardless.
0: Regardless, oh, well I love Lucille Bluth. Like she was my, I think possibly my favorite thing of Arrested Development. So when Likewise. she passed, yeah. So when she passed, I was like, oh, we lost a legend.
1: Truly, just. Oh. How how will it feel now to ask someone to go and see a Star Wars? I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know yeah. if I can do it anymore.
0: So if you haven't seen Arrested Development, I would totally recommend watching at least season one to three, I would say. The one which, where Charlize Theron was in, season three. Yeah. Yeah. I would strongly recommend that because it's just a dose of, of comedy that people weren't ready for at the time, no. I think. Yeah.
1: It was just... Too fresh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and off of Arrested Development, another show that I think was also very ahead of its time is The Comeback. Do you know The Comeback? No, I never. Lisa to Kudrow. See that. So <gasps> after Friends, she did a, sh- a a reality show about no, no. She uh, it's a show about a comedy actress, a star comedy act sitcom actress okay. who makes a reality show about going back into um, acting in sitcoms, and it is. Hilarious, Like, yeah, it's just also just ahead of its time.
1: Okay, I know what I'm doing tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'll
0: Rain. send you the link. <laughs> Raining all weekend. So um, this week, I wanted to talk about authenticity. Authenticity. It's a, yeah, it's been a word that's been on my mind for a while. And I think it's been saturated in the last like 30, 40 years in the self-help industry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What would you define authenticity?
1: Well, my definition... I think it probably differs a bit from the standard definition, but...
0: And isn't that the point? Is that it's become <laughs> so, like, we don't know what it is? No one knows anymore. <laughs> right. I
1: think especially, like, on social media, it's become its own, you know, meme, really. Mm. I think people who practice the whole live authentic uh, lifestyle... Yeah, I used
0: to be one of those. <laughs>
1: You, you were? You would hashtag?
0: <laughs> I would hashtag. You're not real, but kind of, yeah, in that sphere, yes. Okay. A, yeah. yeah.
1: I don't know that anyone really knows what it, it is exactly yeah. anymore. Um, definitely nothing on social media reflects that.
0: I Yeah, it's very hard to find your basic social media accounts that are popular for certain things that it's authentic because like having worked, for instance, in reality TV... I know for a fact that it's not real at all. And we both have like film background. So we know that it's all just constructed as much as people like to think these are real things. Nah, girl, not it's not so much. Not so much. Um, but authenticity, I think the word comes from a Greek word which means uh, authenticos. Or that's one of its roots, authenticos. That's one of the meanings that I know, but then, I mean, the the roots that I know. Another one, I can't remember, but I know the definition is to be made by your own hand. So, and then from there stems off words like author. And uh, then I like to look at these different meanings of a word to help, like, to see where it originated from. Because there is just sometimes, I don't know about you, but we're going to jump into a pet peeve here. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I know that in any language, that the language evolves as people, different generations speak uh, certain ways and culture and the world changes and the world becomes more connected with technology and meanings and words evolve. I get it. Okay, like the word impact and then yeah. impactful wasn't a thing and it, it still annoys me. But now it's an actual word. It's impactful. I fucking hate it still because it wasn't a when word. Did it,
1: when did it kind of Very recently. Popular usage.
0: In the last I would say ten, 5 to 10 years it became very popular to but use Impactful.
1: There are impactful. so many better options. Uh, so it's like regardless and irregardless kills me kills me (laughs) and etc and etc oh yes okay but i'll just stop no
0: i love it because etc reminds us when people say um espresso and the only way (laughs) i know i can't i can't the only way you can call it espresso is if you put ecstasy in your espresso (laughs) then you can call it espresso but or if it's um,
1: delivered like really quickly yeah. To your home, express by espresso, like exactly espresso by coupon.
0: There we go. Did, Sorry, that's a market okay. for us. All
1: right, advertising. <laughs>
0: um, no, the word um, a lot when people spell the word as one word, yeah, I don't understand. Like, don't you think you don't say or you don't spell the word a little as one word? Tell me where is the common sense, and especially when native English speakers do this.
1: Oh, yeah, I was going to say, like, I don't have so much of a problem when it's like a non native English speaker because yeah. it is confused. Because like there is another word like allot, allotment oh for allotment example. but that's two l's yeah that is yeah. that is two l's but still if you're thinking of like how it sounds especially when people try to spell things that they've right, heard
0: and, but mm, for
1: native speakers it just shouldn't be happening
0: i i like i said i know that language evolves but that's one thing i don't want to let go of <laughs> a lot <laughs> so um
1: would you say that you don't want to let go of it a lot <laughs>
0: There's this no. b- <laughs> There's this blog No, I love the I love the What do you call those? The lame jokes What do you call those things? Just lame?
1: Just lame ah, Just dad okay. jokes
0: <laughs> Dad jokes, there we go I take it Um, I'll, What was I gonna say? Now I lost my train of thought I was The, the train left Words and I'm at the
1: that
0: station. have You know Oh, do you evolved. know the blog Hyperbole and a half? I do not Okay She makes A thing about a lot And then turns the Like The word like spelled A L O T and turns it into like this mystical creature. (laughs) And uses that as a funny way, like when she thinks when someone spells a l o t and uses that as a okay,
1: so like she like attaches an actual character to that word, kind of like she imagines. Oh, this is a zealot, not a lot. Yeah, and then she's visualizing a zealot the whole time. There we go. It's like like this
0: big fuzzy gray creature, right? And she says, like the 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 sentence example would be, "I like this a lot," and it would be like this. This one's gray, but (laughs) that one's purple. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) And kind
1: of looks like the. The characters from like Monsters University or something.
0: And then she'll turn it into like a lot of Coke and then the a lot is made out of Coke cans. <laughs> so something cool like that. I like um, that. I think you'll... I, yeah, you'll okay. like it. Yeah. I'll,
1: I'll try and use that to get through a day Ooh, where I listen I to someone. I
0: turn that into a lesson. Anyway, so um, going back to authenticity. Okay, authenticity. authenticity Sorry. <laughs> hey, I'm being authentic with my you, tangents. You
1: you are... That is very true to who you are. So I, I do believe you are.
0: I, thank you so much. I... um. I think what I like most about you is your authentic sense of style. Oh, yeah. So oh, it's I very like you. it's very well put together, and then there's always like this pop of like color, which is like this is me. I am fun. <laughs> 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 Thanks for recognizing. Our voice. <laughs> so I like to attach that. Like I like to find things about people that make them them. And definitely a part of you is definitely your sense of style. I like that. Oh. Yes. Thank you. Do you have any experience with like an inauthentic person?
1: Oh my gosh. (laughs) Um, So many. So many. How to pinpoint. (laughs) (laughs) Because
0: I think it would be great to start off with like what is inauthentic and then work our way back to authenticity and how we can try and replicate that in our lives.
1: Okay. I mean if you can't think
0: about something I can start.
1: Perhaps you should start because I can think of things but I think it kind of deviates a bit and
0: Right. Okay. So I'm gonna I think I'll put it externally first and then internally. Okay. But this story has a definite like confirmation bias also. Mm -hmm. Like part that I am you know, that I partake in as we all do. So um so there's a person that I've been dealing with. Um not so much recently but it it is a thing for me and this came up with authenticity Mm. is that um, upon the first time of like interacting with this person did they tell me that they don't like korean people yes they did Uh. are they a foreigner yes they are was i with a korean friend who understood english very well yes i was Uh. does this person have a korean boyfriend Yes, they do. <laughs> Did this person, I think I think you know this person. I think I may know <laughs> of this person. I wouldn't right. say
1: I know this person well, but You're right. I have her tell. Um,
0: I will I will give the person a name. I I've, I've mentioned the the name before on the podcast. Okay. The, Oh, the the nickname, you know. Yeah. Not the. I'm not yeah, going to do that to course. that person. But um, did this person also bring a external conflict we had into the workplace, and then m- made the parties involved look I- like uncooperative with our bosses, even though it has nothing to do with them. It was something that happened privately. Mm-hmm. It was like a drunken night and then we disturbed this person's sleep okay and then i apologize thinking oh shit that was a horrible thing to do um not quite on purpose but a horrible thing to do i apologize out of my own you know i'm like oh wait this is horrible let me text and say sorry and this person threw the apology in my face and then So since then, I've been very cautious. And then also, I think this is where the confirmation bias then comes in, where you're looking for things that you don't like about this person, just confirming that Mm. you don't like this person. So, um, But one thing that sticks with me very strongly, something that I am not comfortable with due to my experience with uh, abuse, is that um, this person on their YouTube chronic, not chronicled, but while making a very inauthentic video about red flags of dating in Korea, then also says that they started dating their boyfriend while the boyfriend was in high school. And they were fully working out of college and working. So for a lot of people, this is kind of, oh, but, you know, they're married. By the way, they're married right now for a lot of people they don't see this as an issue because they're still together and they're married right now mm-hmm. but the start of the relationship for me there's a power imbalance that i'm not comfortable with i just I, I can't it makes me very uncomfortable to be around the person
1: like the the dating video felt very inauthentic to you um because um, it's
0: been done by other youtubers and uh, specifically one called like latina saram so like um she's very popular in korea so she makes a lot of those video like those kind of videos and so i was like oh i saw this and i'm seeing the exact same thing mm-hmm. um, but and like other examples would then be like on the expect the women exp, w- expect women's group oh yeah like where there was a woman that needed advice on Um, abortion where to find a safe place to get an abortion because she's in desperate need of it and then this person then goes on to comment and saying you shouldn't get an abortion Jesus wouldn't have liked wouldn't have you know loved that or you know bringing religion into it when the person wasn't asking whether they should or not the person was desperate to find a safe space for her to make this I mean she's already she'd already made this choice So then people were like, you shouldn't be talking to her like, not shouldn't, but they were like saying, this is not the space for this, like she needs our help. And then she tried to fight back and then eventually the administrators like muted her, blocked her from that post. Then did she jump onto Instagram and frame the story differently and made it look like she was the victim? Yes, she did. Unfortunately, I was privy to see
1: the whole the entire process. The
0: process, because of the you know the 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 what you see and what I know, and then also being in a space where everyone loves this person, but then I know things about. Oh, them that's
1: the worst position that to be in. other
0: people don't know, and I'm not gonna go and tell them these things. Like it's not like if they're an, if if the snake that's her name. <laughs> that's her name from, from my um point of view is if, if that person is nice to other people and that's their experience yeah. then, then I'm not going to go and try and soil that because that would just be me being mean but I can't stand to be around that space so that for me is if you're what you're saying and what you're doing are two different things that's how I feel is on I- inauthenticity yeah
1: oh absolutely
0: my I think where I'm inauthentic who? Where am I inauthentic? Do I want to go there? I think I'll go there. If you have a story about inauthenticity, I would like to hear that. I do. And then I'll say like, I'll turn it into myself or two. I <laughs>
1: know. Yeah, you've definitely jogged my memory with this story. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, a time when I really was privy to someone else's inauthenticity was rather long ago. Um, I knew a person who presented themselves as being very unique, very individual, very... Easygoing, care, carefree. Mm. Um, they, yeah, they just always wanted to come across as just being a breath of fresh air, a okay. sweet summer child. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> and this person was also fr- friends with basically everyone that they met. On the surface, they seemed to be working hard. They seemed to be applying themselves, um, but. What most people didn't know was that this person was actually um, not at all what they put out into the world.
0: Isn't that usually the case?
1: Yeah, no, oh. but it was just such a case of oh. night and day. And also this person, they would take advantage of other people's kindness. So others would constantly pay for things for this person. This person would pretend not to be able to pay for things or to have casually like left a wallet at home or um Ooh. that sounds to t- like
0: con artist shit. <laughs>
1: very much so. Or pretend that they're ill, but then they've actually just been drinking heavily. And no one knows this except for me, because this person would confide in me. right? And just also not care if I know or not. And I would never, of course, expose this person, but it was just very difficult to watch happen. You know, them taking advantage of other people's kindness, people who kind of put them up on a pedestal in a way. Hmm. And then they're actually just exploiting those around them, not in like a way where these people are truly suffering from what this person's been doing, just where where is this going to lead in the future? Like, I don't know where this individual I'm <laughs> mentioning now is yeah. in their life, but if, if that keeps happening, if it goes unchecked, if they keep on managing to be inauthentic to this level, like at what point does it really start hurting others? And, and how much is it actually hurting them? Because like, there's a serious amount of self-deception going on as well if yeah. you are working so hard to project one kind of image out to the world while obviously hiding so much of yourself.
0: I mean, the lies we tell ourselves are the most dangerous. And so that point of like you saying that it's dangerous, I totally, totally... Like just lit up with that, I'm like it's extremely dangerous because it at some point, um, I mean I re- I know why people do that because you're insecure and you're protecting a, a, a part that you consider a weakness a vulnerability. So then you present a different self mm. or different thing to the world, which is something I think we all do in some way because we play different roles in our different spaces of our lives. With with a boyfriend or a girlfriend, you are you have a certain level of openness with a friend it's a different thing mm-hmm. with a parent it's different for and and it's so different for every single person and we all have different things that are that have hurt us in the past or that we have been uh, felt slighted by and we build a a wall of different things around the insecurity and it can present in different ways and this person that you're talking about sounds like they need some help in <laughs> like they need therapy <laughs>
1: this this story is a stale story you know it's the dust has gathered on this story so but for th- all i know this person has changed changed and, yeah um done the work yeah uh but i i don't know and i yeah
0: <laughs> yeah you just don't know. i just yeah. I'm,
1: I'm, I'm hopeful <laughs>
0: Yeah, <laughs> i always like to turn it to myself too because i don't know where it'll go and that's where interesting things for me comes out mm-hmm. so like thinking about it now spaces or how i was inauthentic or feel inauthentic is like um the biggest thing is when i say i'll do something and then i don't want to disappoint someone and then i would just then either like not do it and like just avoid the subject and that's very inauthentic because i preach being yourself and telling the truth all the time Mm -hmm. and i'm not able to do that sometimes because of out of fear of like i'll get hurt or i'll hurt someone else and so it makes me think about do i have my morals defined because i think when you define and are specific with your moral standpoint then you are closer to living an authentic yeah i think i
1: i would agree with that yeah because authenticity like it just comes down to honesty honesty with yourself and with those around you and i guess putting your honesty into visible actions in the world and it's so difficult actually to firstly be honest truly honest with yourself about your shortcomings and then also work at perhaps minimizing
0: them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So this made me think of, and I quote Maya Angelou so much, but the one thing that she says that, that I always, always, always remember among, I mean, a lot of them, um, she says that to do anything, to live honestly, honestly being a virtue, authenticity, you know, if we were using this as the subject to be also a virtue, she says to engage in any virtue consistently, you need to be courageous. You need to have courage. So when you can live with being with courage you can be authentic you can be honest you can be all those things more consistently because it takes effort to be honest the whole time and not i'm not saying honesty as in like don't tell a white lie like if if your friend is calling you and you don't want to talk to this person because they are specifically taxing and you just don't have the emotional energy and let the call go to voicemail and you can say oh i didn't see my phone that's okay because mm-hmm. Saying no to them, like picking up the phone. I don't want to talk to you because you're inauthentic, <laughs> like or you're. that's taxing. taking
1: more of your life force away when you don't have it to
0: begin with. And, and you don't, <laughs> yeah. And you don't need to do that to someone else because it's no. your own journey. So yeah. um, I'm not talking about that kind of honesty. I'm talking about honesty with self. And when you have that self honesty, it becomes a lot easier to see people when they are hiding their insecurities. I think.
1: And also like call yourself out when you are lying to yourself um, or when you do make an enormous mistake and you realize you made the mistake but then you remain silent um, <laughs> to remain silent for a shorter amount of time can even be a sign of progress
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey i've learned that yeah. actually recently i've learned you know what you don't need to jump down the throat of every white man who is saying something racially problematic. You. You can die on a different hill. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I didn't mean it uh, in like um, not calling someone else out for something that's obviously very unjust and incorrect. Yeah. But I meant more like if you personally make, you realize you've you've been in the wrong um, or you've kind of violated one of your own personal principles oh, to right. then be able to, okay, you've done it now, sit in the moment for a bit, but then step back and realign your your path forward
0: right so like so you're saying like if you did something that doesn't align with your values and yeah. sometimes that happens out of like like i said before uh on a previous episode i said that um i believe that stress shows your character and that's a quote that, or so, something of it has gone you know around so many times and in times of stress sometimes what your what action you what you do and how you respond or no react instead of responding to situation Mm. then shows a different side of your character which you may not be happy with and but they sit and go okay that is not who i want to be try and be non-judgmental and be like okay that behavior is not something that i want to continue in the future and reflect on that and then hopefully you recognizing it may make it better in the future
1: yeah so if under stress for example you have like um I don't know this angry child version of yourself that maybe comes out. Ooh. Maybe next time it'll be less, less angry.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I'm a very sulky person because okay. when I, as a kid, I felt unseen. I think, and then I just. Exacerbated that by becoming sulky, and then I like, go, oh, yeah, "You don't want to talk to me," <laughs> and then I. <laughs> I'm
1: sorry, just like that whole impression. It's so very much like some of the the the, the fourth graders that
0: I teach. But isn't it true though? Like we uh, do revert to like do. the the childlike part when you first felt that that uh, huge emotion that was so so damaging no, or affecting your yeah. psyche, your personality. When you get into that situation of sadness, you do revert to that childlike state. Oh, yeah. And oh, it's yeah. which is why I do love teaching children, actually, <laughs> it's seeing oh, myself replicate. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh. All of your
1: different stages.
0: <laughs> Thinking about authenticity, I came up with a quote that says, when your actions are aligned with your words... That comes close to being your authentic self, I said something like that. I can't remember. I'll have to pull up like old Instagram stories things and and like I said something along those lines, and that made me it just made me think of this moment, which is so interesting. um
1: I was just thinking about uh my own experiences of being less authentic than I wish I was, yeah, um, and it's something that has that has yeah. happened or that i I recognize that I have done um kind of consistently for for some time i think only in recent years because you know i'm over 30 now um <laughs> has it become less of an issue for me but i remember especially like when i was hitting that 27 28 kind of age yeah. i think in korean it's called the alpsu, like where you start essentially experiencing a, a state of crisis like a quarter life crisis mm. you start thinking what am I doing where am I going why haven't I attained what I thought I would have by now it becomes a whole jumble and yeah uh, yeah, it's just all angst and I I think you start behaving in ways that are very unlike yourself it's almost like you try to become all these things at once Um, it's a mess essentially (laughs) but what I found I started doing then was I When I would meet someone new Mm. um, who didn't know anything about me but who was from a very different world, like in terms of like what they do for a living. Where um, they're
0: from maybe. How
1: they define success, especially that. I would find myself justifying my lifestyle choices and what I do here in Korea. As I was doing it, I wouldn't realize I'm doing it. Mm. But it's almost like I was trying to make... Myself sound enough to this stranger. Right. Like, I am not just this thing that pays the rent. You need to know that about About me. me. I was, like, very, like, hopped up on that. Like, I had to define myself to myself and to this person. (laughs) Like, it needs to happen now. I want to, like, have this whole... I want a shortcut to you just understanding who I am Right. but no one cares
0: actually no, no one cares honestly but
1: it was like such a f- position of personal torment and I would f- feel this over and over again and and I thought it was quite inauthentic because if I was really happy with my my choices and my life I wouldn't need that much approval from a stranger
0: yeah that's that's very true you wouldn't you would you would be comfortable with it like, and at that time you were not
1: i was really not
0: wow and
1: i was constantly i guess reminding them and reminding myself of like where i was going and how i was you know what i was doing to enact this change that i want to see and 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 this change for who like it wasn't like i don't know who i i wanted to do it for anyway
0: yeah for people for people that don't care yeah <laughs> Yeah. So, like, you've opened, like, that was a, like, did you expect to say that today to me or, or not? <laughs>
1: no, but I um, I was kind of talking about something similar. Right. Um, like, with my, my partner last night. Mm. And, um, I don't know, it just came out. And, and it's something that I, I had thought about for some time, but I didn't really connect it to inauthenticity. But I think it is a form of that.
0: Yeah. Like, you know when, when you meet someone and you have a... An Appointment at eight o'clock a.m. p.m. Whatever the fuck. Um, <laughs>
1: how about this 8 a.m. date?
0: <laughs> I am that person that You're would happy. do that. <laughs> <laughs> morning jog, <laughs> yeah. A morning jog date. We'll be it? together. Yes. Um, so and 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 they're like three minutes late and they apologize profusely. That is actually them saying that they don't like when you are late, yeah. So for you, it may be fine that they're three minutes late. But when someone, like, overtly apologizes for something that they perceive is, like, massively wrong, they don't like it when other people do that to them. Oh, yeah. So they don't do that to to the other person. Oh, yeah. So what you said then made me think about that. Because, like, you, like, wanting to justify your choices was in a way of you saying that I am trying to justify my own choices. (laughs) So that was kind of um, a nice little... Follow through. Yeah. Closing the loop right there. Yeah. I like that. Um, I actually wanted to talk about Little Nas X, but that's okay. We don't have to do that. <laughs> Wait, about what? Little Nas X. It's like a Gen Z who belongs to the home of Sexual. And he's... <laughs> I see. <laughs> and he's made like, you know, Old Town Road with Billy Ray Cyrus? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes,
1: I am familiar with.
0: Right. And so he made a new song. And in the music video he's basically like pole dancing down to hell um, and just wearing the most outrageous stuff. And and I just thought it was a beautiful thing that was happening because we don't have the representation of people being fully themselves like that. Like you get the Elton Johns and you get the mm. Freddie Mercury's, but they weren't actually fully themselves like out-out. Yeah, no, you they were
1: definitely still... Toning it down to a certain
0: level. Right. And so for me, it's wonderful to see that there is someone just like living like that. Because I know like growing up, if I had someone that was just their authentic self as much as they can be, um, just how would that have impacted my life? And what, Mm. like, because I never saw that growing up. And so you thought you were wrong for being you. So... I wanted to talk about that, but we can segue. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I haven't seen that video. I'd love to. I, I was, sh- like, trying to, like, visualize it now
0: but as you were describing <laughs> it. And... Okay, Basically, th- like, he pole dances down to hell, and then when he gets to hell, he, like, gives the devil a lap dance. Oh. And then he, like, goes behind the devil, and he, like, breaks his neck, and then he takes his crown, and then he becomes the devil. And I thought it's such a great, like, symbolism for, like, um, how religious people... I'm not going to say religiosity.
1: What do you want to say exactly?
0: But basically that it's wrong for you to be homosexual and that you will go to hell and burn in hell. And then what he did is then be like, oh, I'm going to go to hell. Well, sure. I'm And I'm going to go to hell and I'm going to pole dance my way down there and give the devil the lap dance and just go and run the place.
1: And just take his shit away from him.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Make
1: it mine. Make it my own. Put a yes. new spin on things.
0: Exactly. So... Um, yeah, Little Nas X was just a great example of authenticity for me that I saw like the last few weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have any mental health advice that you could give anyone that either just general that you do to keep yourself sane or if you can relate it to, uh, to authenticity?
1: Take time for yourself. Take time for yourself regularly, especially if you're a very sociable person. Yeah. Um, Perhaps you feel you don't need as much time by yourself, but I think it's important to step away from external stimuli and, mm. and look at what, what still resonates with you. What are the things that you, you still like? What really gives you joy? And just try and connect with that. I think that helps me mm. um, remember like what it is that I want as well.
0: Yeah, I like just- that. Is take a step back, evaluate, and be like, "Do I really like this? And is this really me, or am I doing it for someone else?" Yeah. Yeah, and not that sounds like you should be selfish, and there is a level of selfishness required for you to discover your authentic self. And I don't like to use that term um, because I think we have different selves, Mm. and so it's uh, your authentic self. I think is something that is rooted in growth. Oh yeah. Because it's not just one.
1: You're constantly evolving. Yeah.
0: Authenticity is not something that is stuck. And I think we have somehow confused that with like, this is who I am and I don't change and that's it. So... I
1: totally agree there. Mm. We can... Especially if our identity tends to be defined by some of the the activities that we participate in or a certain time when you have perhaps felt the most you in your life... Mm. There is a tendency to try and get back to that version of yourself, an earlier version of yourself. But that is no longer who you are now. Yeah. So it's like kind of trying to recreate a lie in a way. Right. So to just take stock of who you are at this present moment is a valuable exercise, I think.
0: I, I literally like do that almost every single day. Actually no, it's been every day now for a very long time with journaling. And I keep saying this, it may not help people, but it does help me when I'm like oh, I think this is the way that I've grown and and I did that yesterday and I was able to do this differently mm. yesterday and you do get closer to being closer to living what your moral stand, standpoint standpoint is, therefore closer to being authentic
1: and i think like you said um looking at specific ways in which you have grown when you take that time when you when you're stepping away um and having what doing whatever activity you do to relax keep it small and simple don't think you need to unpack everything in one sitting think of one small thing you did better or that you managed to deal with better
0: Mm. yeah so if i have a desire to be dancing the whole time I'm just going to install a stripper pole in my yes. <laughs> in my bedroom and yes. be like...
1: <laughs> or basically, yet, move to the fire department or like a former fire department kind of housing situation. And hey, that would perfect. Be you can just like slide down your pole to your kitchen and shimmy back up. Shimmy back up. You know, Core strength. Exactly. Offer like pole dancing classes Turn to it the community. Turn into a career. Yes. Yes. Do a whole Sorry thing. for cutting
0: you off there earlier. No worries. <laughs> um, thank you, some for coming on to the podcast i don't you're, did we call did we say your name
1: yes i introduced myself at the beginning i don't remember
0: you saying your but name. you're
1: you're most welcome
0: <laughs> thank you for agreeing to do this i know it was very like sudden that's okay but, um i like the the semi-spontaneous conversations <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it's it's it was quite uh eye-opening
1: it's wonderful it's like doing what I do by myself, but now you're here. <laughs> yeah,
0: I think it's important for people to have different voices and and like your story may connect with someone, mine may connect with someone and um, recently my friend, actually yesterday, I was on a Zoom, Zoom call oh. with a friend in Japan um, and uh, he was like, you sound so intelligent on your podcast. And <laughs>
1: but you are so
0: intelligent. <laughs> so, but here, this is the thing where I felt like a fraud. I was like, uh, so first, <laughs> am, I, <laughs> am I really intelligent? Imposter syndrome. What is intelligent? <laughs> um, so what I felt at first was like, I was like flattered, like really flattered. And then like two seconds later, I was like, wait, do I not sound intelligent in real life? Is it only when there's a mic in front of
1: you? <laughs> I, I think you, you sound rather intelligent, even like just off the cuff. So
0: Thank you yeah. for the external validation. <laughs> Another thing, a colleague of mine yesterday told me that I'm very intimidating.
1: I think you can be to people who don't know you.
0: Right. And I never thought of that. And so I was like immediately taken aback. I was like, what? Me? <laughs> and, and I was, like, stumbling over my uh, I was like, I, I don't think I'm intimidating. And she was like, no, you are pretty intimidating. I was like, Cause, and she was like, because of the hair and then the deep eyes. I was like, okay, thank you for this. <laughs> and now I'm getting more I was, insecure. I was
1: going to say because of your commanding presence, nothing, you know, <laughs> not just from, like, a distance.
0: <laughs> from a distance, that short man is not someone you want to mess with. <laughs> <laughs> um thank you for listening everyone i hope that you learned something from winsome and ice banter uh the tangents one would hope, uh, <laughs> one would hope. and um, if you like the episode please send it along to a friend or someone that you think could benefit from the weird um tangents humor and uh trying to be authentic yeah because <laughs> it's I mean, a journey
1: it's a journey and not everyone learns how to wink properly in one day
0: <laughs> so
1: keep trying you
0: know rihanna can't wink either oh yeah she goes like uh, fantastic. Close i'm so both.
1: glad that i get to be in a club with rihanna and lucille bluth i mean
0: just a different size of the spectrum <laughs> but just full circle all right everyone enjoy your day and uh, please take care of your mental health bye bye